Hello, everyone. This is Myra with Hale Pule's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. It's really great to be here with you talking about one of my favorite topics this year, freedom. Freedom in all parts of life, in relation to ourselves, to other people, and to our community on this planet and the cosmos. These are the ways we're able to experience it, right? Freedom. In recent times, stress is one of the most common words that I hear. And consider that using the word stress for most people means, I have a perception of life that prompts fear within me, that immobilizes me. And the result is a disturbance in the mind and our thinking, as well as our bodies. And at the same time, so many people are talking about missing the feeling of closeness, familiarity, and gentle affection. So let's explore that a little further. What do you think of when I say intimacy? A lot of people go to sex uh, and or physical connection. I was a teen in the late 1960s and into the early 1970s. Free love, freedom to have sex and talk about it. And it was a huge life change and a really big thing for young people and for the older folks at that time. Having grown up with tremendous rigidity, it was like letting wild horses out for the first time after being pinned up it was extreme. And there'd been so much made wrong about sex and about us and our bodies that the pendulum swung to the other extreme, resulting in lots of confusion. And that confusion has persisted to today. And intimacy got lost in the shuffle. You know, it seems that in our quest for freedom, we distorted the notion of intimacy. It became associated with sex and or requiring something physical. And many people say they want intimacy and connection, but try to find that through physical sex. It could happen, but it's really not likely without some genuine relating first. And most importantly, with yourself. It's a bit like putting the cart before the horse, backwards in terms of success. Another way of saying it is looking on the outside to try to make something happen on the inside. And it doesn't work very well, but we keep trying. So the result is collecting a whole bunch of other people's energy that doesn't serve us or them. You know, with the mixing of energy that occurs with sexual contact, we leave a bit of ourselves and, and an impression is made. And each experience that we have in life can take us toward our sense of self in the heart or away from it. Hmm. Something to consider in our choices each day. And this is something that's referenced a great deal in both Ayurveda and yoga. We call them samskara or impressions. Seeking inner satisfaction by searching on the outside leads to having sex too early and relating, many scars, and lots of divorce. 
with our children paying the price. And then the children become adults and it keeps going. And it's a, it's a cycle of suffering, yes, and a cycle of lessons and opportunities for all of us. You, you may have heard me speak about the mahagunas or aspects that are present in everything in nature, including our bodies and minds. These mahagunas are tamas, the darkness, negativity of life, and also our sleep. There's rajas, the activity of life, but then stimulation that then leads to disturbance, and sattva, the balance and harmony of life, the tenderness of life. So intimacy is probably a moment of sattva in life, yes? And then what about sex without intimacy? Perhaps rajas leading to tamas? Yes, perhaps so. Think about that if you've ever had indiscriminate sex or sex just for the physical release. How did you feel afterward? Did you feel more connected to yourself? So perhaps it's time for us to value our own energy, including our bodies. Something that many of us have completely ignored. Part of self-respect is valuing our bodies and lives as a sacred creation, rather than something mechanical for pleasure-seeking, or worse yet, something dirty to hide or to flaunt. Speaking of hiding, think about how many people have been conducting life wearing a mask, covering up a significant portion of their facial expression. Children look fearful just by their eyes these days. That's all we can see on many of them. Imagine how you might have felt having to wear a mask as a four-year-old. This kind of living makes it difficult to be even remotely close to the experience of intimacy. This is one more barrier. Uh, missing those sweet smiles and the opportunities for moments together in exchange for fear? Seems like life is meant to be more than this. We're meant to feel well in life. Living in constant fear is not meant to be part of that. Now, one could argue that the soul shines through the eyes and it's possible with the mask. Our eyes are the light of the spirit. So yes, it could happen but probably a stretch for a lot of us. And particularly when you're feeling stressed out, going too fast, doing too much, and not really touching in with life moment to moment. The experience of intimacy, not as a physical action, but as an experience, can be one of the more important moments in life. Yet we seem to be moving away from it in so many ways these days. So how do we bring that back for ourselves in a much richer way? Now, intimacy is typically defined as a close union with another person or a group of people. 
And I experienced this recently with the, a group that I'm part of. People of all ages and backgrounds were in the room. And the vulnerability and the trust and the openness was contagious. And it just made my heart sing. And I was part of it, participating. And I experienced so much freedom in those moments. Let's take a look at what needs to be present to have the freedom to experience intimacy according to our definition here in our exploration. The experience of intimacy is in the moment with no particular destination. You could say that it's the experience of our sense of self with a capital S or experiencing the divine creation of the universe within and around us. In that moment, our energy moves out of the first chakra, muladhara, where we're totally occupied with our desires for security and safety, and into the anahata chakra at the heart center. When we experience this kind of moment, there's trust. Not only in ourselves and others, but just as important, there's trust in the process of life. It's the freedom to say yes when you want to and no when you want to say no. And here we can experience vulnerability, to be vulnerable in a moment, to be honest with ourselves and with others. Here you can have a sense of self and the divine. And in that moment, there is trust. And this applies on any level in life, with or without physical contact or sexual action. So then just imagine how expansive and free this can be. Till next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halepule. 
Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.